Welcome in, everybody, to another Tuesday Night Live edition of 410 Sports Talk. I am James Haskell, along with my co-host, Glenn Martin. And we are here tonight to talk about the Ravens. This was their second padded practice in a row, so it's getting real. Yeah, and I think today was the most lively. The first one, you know, they're kind of easing into participation. Today, there was no easing. These boys were out here hitting. And the good thing is the weather was much better this week. As it was uh, than it was last week. Yeah, I have to admit, Glenn, I was super jealous. I wasn't. I was bummed. I wasn't able to make it out there. But I'm glad that we had eyes on on the scene, and and mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to hearing you know from your uh, getting some of your insight from your um, experience and and your takeaways today. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, I, I imagine the weather was much nicer, and and it was really so. It's full on. Remember the Titans out there, huh? Pads and hundred miles All an that. hour and. <clears throat> All that, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it, uh, it was the the music was going. I mean, guys were having fun. The the hydration obviously was uh, was Any key up out downs? there today. Uh, you know, I will say, did see some push ups from the wide did receiver you? group after they lost against the DBs. Yep, yep. That's awesome. That's so cool. Well, I'm looking forward to getting into it. Of course, I'm sure you got tons of notes, and I've been yep. reading some reports, and I and I want to talk about that and and uh, talk about the press. Now, before. Before we get into all that, I just want to take a quick a quick second. You know, as I'm sure most of you guys know, after practice wraps, uh, the players have the opportunity to go over and and greet the kids and yeah. and uh, you know sign autographs for all the kids and and so I just want to give a couple quick shout outs to to some players and and I thought this was pretty cool too. Todd Munkin, every practice, Jimbo at the conclusion walks over to the autograph line, selects one lucky kid who is by the way about probably 10 feet to the right of my son and his best friend picks one lucky kid lifts him straight over like very little communication doesn't ask mom dad is this okay (laughs) walks right over picks one lucky kid up over brings him walks him right out to lamar jackson they have a conversation next thing you know lamar's throwing this kid passes on the field gets this uh the autograph and then is escorted back and lifted back over the side uh by todd monk and apparently does that after every practice so uh, parents, if you uh, have the opportunity to get out there, definitely get your kids out there and put them in a Lamar jersey. I got to think that that helped get that kid selected to meet Lamar and, Jackson. And keep your eye on Todd, right? Keep yeah, your eye yeah. On if Todd, you see Todd, goes, walking, you go. Where he goes, you go. <laughs> you go over there. So that was pretty cool. Hey, Todd um, Monk in two, two, uh, 2024, right? That's what it sounds like, the man of the people. Dude, all I know is I don't remember seeing my man Greg Roman over there. And First you know he's going to lift kids like – I mean, he, he would have had to lift the barrier and have them come under the barrier because he's not. First of all, he's not tall enough to reach over the barrier and lift the kid over it. Okay, think right on his tippy toes, just topple <laughs> over, <laughs> knock over the hole. Humpy, humpy. I think Todd, it was pretty cool to see Todd uh, do that. Uh, obviously, awesome. this is something he's required to do, so it's sure. pretty cool. I know that kid will never ever forget that. Um, also, Travis Jones, shout out to him. This guy, I remember him from last year, and again this year, he spent the entire. The most time by far signing autographs. He must have signed every kid's autograph. So shout out to Travis Jones and also Zay Flowers, who right when my son got to him, Jimbo, he turned around and he put the cap on the marker after signing a ton and was walking away. And I, there I am. over Zay, no! <laughs> Come back! You're his favorite player. And to his credit, he turned around took the marker back out, signed my sons, and then signed like a dozen more before finally <laughs> uh, hanging up the marker. So I just had to give a quick shout to all those guys. It was so awesome, uh, them spending their time and, and making it special for the kids. That's awesome, man. Shout out to the Ravens and uh, and those guys for sure. I wish I had as funny of a story, but I do have a good one for you you might like. All right, let's hear it. All right, so I'm at my dentist today, right? Yeah. And my dentist has been a dentist in Baltimore City right off Ford Avenue. Shout out to Dr. Lamb. I think he's been there for 50 years now. Mm. Uh, same spot, maybe almost 50 years. Think about it. He was the dentist for my mother when she was a teenager. So it's been a long time. Hey, I'm not. don't make age references and use your mom. I mean, that's not very nice, dude. Well, I'm just saying that show. my mother is a grandmother. She's a young woman. She's a grandmother of 12 kids at this point. So it's been a minute, right? Like, okay, that's, that's fair. to see my kid. Like, yeah. it's pretty crazy. But anyway, I'm sitting in the chair and it's right at the Orioles trade deadline. And the only thing I knew about was, what's his name? Ryan or Logan Reinhardt. Yep. And so Dr. Lamb is sitting there and he's got tools in my mouth. And he's like, what the heck are the Orioles doing? They're making any moves. And I'm like. Uh, they made a move for Logan Reinhardt. And he's like, and he looks it up. He literally like grabs this one. He's like, this kid's a development player. He's not even yeah. in the big leagues. He's like, this is shit. 
Still fired up about his O's. I love yeah, it. And, and then check this out. Even better. He was like, look, I'm tired of losing my fantasy league. I'm tired of it. I lose all my grandkids and they talk trash. I need your help. I'm going to get your phone number off the records and you text me. We're going to talk look, about this. If he wants to win, Jimmy, give him my phone number. Well, I this mean, is what I'm going to Give him my phone number. I'll pretend to be you. I'll help him out. <laughs> I'm certainly going to volley things off of you. There we go. There Obviously. We go. Anyway, it was. Uh, I was pretty nervous when he had the whole hook in my mouth. Yeah, you don't want him getting pissed off at some trade. And then, uh, you know, you, you get the, uh, the receiving end He was happy with my flossing, I'll report. Good, good. That's uh, I know that's a very important, underrated um, nightly routine. It's just Quan says, let's hope Todd is on the sideline with Lamar instead of at the booth. Yeah, I agree there. I'd like to see that change as well. He says, feels good to hear defense winning one week, then offense cooking them the next. You know, I'm glad you mentioned this. It's just, mm-hmm. Juan, because it kind of triggered something I wanted to ask you, Jimmy. And yeah. we're going to get into a lot of notes. This is an exciting practice. Zay Flowers, look, I mean, there's a lot to talk about. But I I look at this defense and I go, I look last year and I go, man, they're so, such a talented group. Like last year, so good on the back end. Why did they have all these these crazy collapses in the fourth quarter where it just looked like all of a sudden they forgot how to how to cover in the back end and it got me thinking mm-hmm. like I hear players talk about I hear Nelson Aguilar who by the way I'm really taking a liking to Nelson Aguilar I think this guy is going to be something I'm going to talk about him later too but he talked about how all these guys are giving them looks that'll have them prepared for the regular season it got me thinking like how much of a disadvantage were the Ravens was the Ravens defense these last couple of years because every team coming in said it's so unique preparing for the Ravens offense. Yeah. They're so different than everyone else. It's like you're preparing for like a, an alien almost this offense. Well, that alien is all the exposure our defense had during practice. So they didn't necessarily get the looks like these other defenses, all these intricate pass schemes because we didn't, we got, we gave them some great looks and some intricate run schemes that Certainly doesn't help not. us around the league, you know, but it's like, how so? How much of an advantage will the? How much of a, a you know a better kind of start to the season will the secondary in particular have, hmm. knowing that they're now being prepared by a, a, such a, a more intricate and, and kind of legitimate passing offense? Yeah, I think a, a good way to say it would be like an up to date passing scheme, right? Like, right. without any knock, certainly they they're more up to date at this point, right? So, uh, yeah, I didn't think about that, but that should help the defense get off to a fast start. Yeah, because right? they, they closed the year so well. Yeah, and think about this. now. That, so they've got momentum going in from last year. And we, we lost some guys, lost Peters, which I think is being a little understated as far as him being such a vocal, loud, smart football player. Also lost Calais Campbell. Those are two big losses. It's but big I'll one. tell you what, we've talked about the guys up front. If, if Michael Pierce, every year we've had Michael raving out of training camp. Just stay healthy. I know he's doing the hot yoga and all these things. It's great. Whatever you got to do, dude, whatever it is, like just get it done and stay healthy because I think that can be a huge piece of that fast start. But like you said, the secondary, um, it's certainly going to help Kyle Hamilton big time. Because think about Kyle. He's only played against, in practice, a Greg Roman defense until or offense until this year. Yeah, man. I think all this, uh, the whole secondary is going to benefit in a big, mm. big way. Yeah, that's but a great point. It, and, to, and it's just Quan's point. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it's bouncing back and forth. There's two good units going mm. at it. Iron sharpens iron. So let's hope that they, uh, you know, both can, both sides continue to get better together. But um, all right. So how we how we running through these yeah, notes so I thought here, this Jimbo? Would, I thought this would be cool, Glenn. I'm going to give you some, uh, some reports that I'm hearing. But I want to get it straight from you, right? Because right, you yeah. were the one there. So I, I trust your eyes more than this simple reporting. Uh, but really quickly, actually, before I want to, before I get into that, I do want to stop for a second and talk about J.K. Dobbins. Oh, yeah. Who was, Just by the way, still absent. Yeah, I want to talk about that because uh, one of the things that, obviously, you know his boy is uh, Viviano, right, from uh, WBL, yep. right? WBL, yep. am I getting that right? There's so many. Yeah. Um, and they have the show and, and, and things like that. And so Viv was on 105.7 today. I heard him briefly talking about JK and he did say for the, those of you that weren't able to catch it, I just happened to catch it. Uh, he said that he talked to JK off camera at the stadium practice. And he said two things, which I think were super important uh, in my opinion. One JK will be back soon. JK told him he'll be back soon. Mm-hmm. And that number two, uh, he is understands he has no leverage 
in, in the scenario that he's in, that he's a smart enough guy to realize the situation that he's in. Uh, and I think reading between the lines on this one, this is not reporting. This is my opinion based on what Viviana was saying. I think that the, there's two things that are happening. One JK felt like he had to be part of a team with this running back movement, even if it doesn't help him this year, maybe helps him next year. The other thing too, is that JK is a bit bitter. Uh, there's a swelling of bitterness because his injury took a whole year from him and it was a preseason injury. Well, I think uh, it's more so he believes it was due to the incompetence of the strength and conditioning team. Yeah, that as and far I don't as think he, how he got back from it. Yeah. Well, that and I think he's upset that he was on the field for that game. Um anyway. Second year, second year player playing in the preseason. That, that, that was just Come on. something that, that Viviano mentioned. There's some bitterness yeah. around the fact that he got hurt in the preseason. So all that being said, I'm happy to hear that he's gonna be back soon. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I, and I, I know that I think you're still a little fed up. Well, I'm just um, annoyed. Uh, yeah, I'm annoyed. I mean, it's you just had like, to know day one there was no leverage, right? You had to. His best. I, I'm annoyed because I don't think it's his best move. It's not the best yeah. move for anyone. Yeah. Like his best move is to play well and he'll get paid. Yeah, can we get his agent on the phone? That's what I, I want to know. All he's like, doing now is proving to be a difficult individual. Right. When uh, like, do you think other GMs are going? Yeah, I want to sign up for this. No, not a chance. Now let me ask you this no, really no. quickly, and we'll move off of JK. But I do think. It's, do you think this is his decision? Like. Do you think his agent is encouraging this or discouraging this? I wouldn't be surprised at all if the player, you know, if the if the agent and the players association are encouraging all running backs to make some sort of a stand because they they only sit look, agents only set to get more money and and obviously the players association wants every val, you know, every positional value to be as high as it can be. So yeah, I think it's but I'm telling you what, man, Saquon did no favors for that nope. group. You know what, Glenn, I'm going to become a licensed agent. This is going to be my pitch. I literally don't care how much money I make. I just want you to make as much. Genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, I do not care. I just want you to be successful. Like, I could care less. Just get paid, son. Because this yeah. is crazy, dude. Like you said, zero leverage. Kevin Martin right here says on the screen, he has zero. I mean, none. Nothing zero. he can do. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's frustrating. But I will say, man, and I, sh I said to Gus today. Yeah. RB1. That's what, I mean, so. Let me. This is the first one. I want you to either confirm or deny yeah. this, right? So one of the reports that I read is that Gus is still being used heavily in the passing game, and that he's looking really good out there. Mm -hmm. So some positive reports from Gus as far as pass blocking, and which we've always known about Gus. It's the reason he got on the field to begin with, and uh, some route running and catching the football. Did you yeah. see any of that today? Confirm that report. Absolutely. Yeah, I saw him running one on ones again. They had uh, one on one drills with the running backs versus the linebackers. Uh, basically just a, a drill as if you're coming out of the backfield, you're doing an in, you're doing an out, you know, you're doing some sort of a route. And yeah, he won his, the one I saw he won. He he did a, a lot. He ran the first team reps. I mean, Melvin Gordon was with second team. We saw Keaton Mitchell. Uh, I did see, I did see uh, Justice Hill in with the ones as well. Um, getting some work specifically on third down. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he's going to have the opportunity to win this job, especially with with JK sitting out and another guy who's taking advantage of these reps is is uh is um Kenton uh uh Mitchell 34 what's his name Oh Keaton Mitchell Yeah Keaton Mitchell um he he was also looking good he had a couple real nice runs catching the ball again out of the backfield well he's being used as a punt returner catching the ball there as well uh I think there's a lot of guys that are it's like it, I think I know why JK is coming back. He's, he's looking around going, damn, that group looks pretty good even when I'm not there. I don't mm -hmm. want to fall too far behind and end up getting third snap reps. You know what I mean? He, wa he wants yep. to get back out there, but Gus Gus looks good. He looks fit, uh, and Melvin does as well. Just, you know, to me, the, it's just like Melvin Gordon, he's going to look good. It's just Kenny Hatton on the football. football. Yeah, the thing that people have got to remember about Gus is that he's – an undrafted guy and it's hard to get rid of that like dn like that uh experience and that dude is always hungry right he's in a contract year just like you jk he yep. came for you know he transferred he had to get it from the mud right like he had to go to a different school he had to go undrafted do all these things to get paid you think he's gonna let this slip through his fingers mm -mm. not a chance right so uh all right that's good to hear i got another one for you and and uh let me know what you uh your your uh, opinion is uh, what's the kid's name? Jeez, oh Trenton Simpson. 
Yeah. Trenton Simpson, if you had eyes on him today, apparently he looks extremely fast. Not that he's he's jumping out of the page but or off the screen, but his athleticism looks absolutely top notch is what I'm what I'm hearing. Yeah, it was tough to get a good look at him today. I mean, I, I like like you said, I, I saw one rep really mm-hmm. of him where I could actually see a good look of him. Uh, and yeah, I mean, he looks like a hell of an athlete. I would say this: he looks smaller than some of his you know counterparts when you look mm-hmm. around him. But he's so explosive, he's so fast that um, you know I'm sure he can make up for it. But it was just tough to get a real good look at him today. Uh, just being honest, but. Um, I tell you who I did, I did get to see a lot of today was more of the edges. Adafe Owe and David Ajabo. Now, David Ajabo had a, I don't know. He if got nicked, wanna, right? Yeah, I don't know if you want to call it a scare or what, but he did leave practice, came back, and what didn't seem to be in any, like, he, he seemed to be fine. Didn't seem to be, like, limping or any discomfort, and, and Coach even said he was fine afterwards, but he did have something that kind of cropped up. But before that, I'll tell you what, man. I didn't. Want, I don't want to get excited about Adafi Owe, but I, I, I. It's like hard not to when you just see this guy, especially with your own two eyes up close in person. He's so quick. He's so fast. He looked. I mean, all the team stuff. He looked really good against the run. I mean, mm-hmm. he looked. Uh, he was playing the run perfectly, and he looked so fast. Where did they have him lined up on the right side of the offensive line? Yes, over yeah. Morgan Moses. Yeah, and he beat Morgan Moses even in one on ones pretty well. Uh, mm-hmm. So. He's looking good. It's like, I don't, it's so weird with Adafi. It's like, I'm scared to be too excited about what I'm seeing from him uh, because we already were hyped for him. And then he kind of let us down a little bit last year from a production standpoint. But man, him and Ajabo look to be the part. Absolutely. And then Tavius Robinson. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask he is, next. He's a big dude, man. Mm-hmm. He is big. He's athletic. He, he was consistently playing very, very well against the second team. And that is saying something because this guy is a very raw talent going. And even if you're going up against second team, most of those guys have playing experience. Some of those guys have a lot of playing experience. I mean, you're talking about Falele, McCary. You're talking about some guy, you know, Simpson, Mustafer, guys who've played a lot in this league. And he was winning consistently against those guys. So I, I, I was more, he was the one who was the most shocking in that group for sure. You were most surprised by him, huh? Definitely. definitely. He, I mean, he's a tall dude. Could you, I mean, could you really see, like you said, he's just a big guy. Um, yeah. Athleticism there too. No doubt. No mm. doubt. He's in great shape. I mean, he mm. looks, he's one of those get off the bus guys. Like yeah, you want yeah. him leading one of the, one of the groups off the bus. Till he says, Hey mate or something. Wait, what do they say in Canada? That was totally uh, not Canadian. No, it's uh hey. they say, Hey, Oh they yeah. Say, hey, but at yeah, the end, there you go. There you end, go. Yeah. 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 Good day, eh? Something like- <laughs> terrible. Absolutely that was, terrible. That was terrible. I wonder if you played ice hockey growing up. Oh, I think I think he did. I think you have to if you grew up. Him and uh, yeah, him and Brent Urban. Some you know that big they, defensive they, they purposely plan their conceptions to be around the uh age cutoff for hockey in uh in Canada. So the children are born and they're the oldest in the group on the team. So that way they have the most physical advantages they possibly can. I bet it's tough up there. Yeah, it's, it's something like 80% of kids are born in the first quarter of the year. It's crazy. Mm. Uh, so that way they're the oldest in their, on their team. Or people are just celebrating up there at that time, you know? Uh, it's Making totally babies, bad. you know what I mean? It's totally, it, it, I, yeah, it's well documented. It's very huh. planned. Uh, anyway, the other thing I was going to mention is I want, actually wanted to uh, stay right in the middle linebacker group because Roquan's a given, but a lot of people have been saying that this is the best they've ever seen Patrick Queen. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I want to talk about that because I haven't seen him out there in pads on yet. Could you see any significant difference in his – really what I want to know is if he seems uh, more confident in the defense, uh, yeah. more willing to get physical. Like, you know what I mean? Has he? What significant changes have you seen or, or what jumps off the screen for PQ that we haven't seen before? I think the big thing as far as jumping out <clears throat> that we haven't seen is, his, yeah. is how vocal he's been. Okay. I mean, this yeah, guy, he was way more vocal than I remember. And I think it's it's so strange how a player next to you, and it's not like I want to give all the credit to Roquan because, I mean, obviously, Pat Queen's the one doing it. But it's amazing how much, like, Roquan has seemingly unlocked all the positive things out of, of, uh, of Patrick Queen. I mean, it's like he's all of a sudden he's become way more vocal. He was crazy physical, Jimbo. Nice. Like, this isn't Pat Queen like we're talking in the past where it's like 
Can't get off blocks. Seems to be avoiding physicality. Arm no. tackling. Yeah, this guy, I mean, it's like he's a different player. This guy is doing what J.K. Dobbins should be doing. Absolutely balling out and making his money. There's no doubt this guy is going to get paid like crazy next year. It's probably not going to be here. I'd love it to be here. But Pat Queen is going to make himself a lot, a lot of money. This guy, big, strong, vocal. I mean, I don't know how you get him off the field. Even in like, I mean, he's so fast and he's, and if he, if he's, if him and Roquan are, are, you know, you know, getting it together as far as working out the middle of the field, he can, he could be a guy who plays almost as many snaps as Roquan. Hmm. I like to hear that. I'll tell you what. So you you man, you really saw that much of a jump, huh? Well, it's just like you could hear him. Like you could hear him. And I just don't remember ever hearing Patrick right. Green being vocal in the field. Yeah, big time. No, I, I can't disagree with you there. That's that's awesome to hear. Uh now I want to go over to the offense. And if mm -hmm. I'm missing other notes, of course, obviously feel free to jump in. You were the one that's there, but I, I kind of like this this setup we all want to hear. The other thing I wanted to know about is is um, the wide receiver room. Oh. Uh, now, and that was the first thing I called you and asked you about. But apparently, Zay was three for three today uh, in one on ones, and and absolutely put the burners on each one of the the separate cornerbacks uh, he went up against. So I want to know about that. If that's a confirm or deny type scenario, and then also. Um, I, I read that OBJ had a, had an up and down day, had uh, two nice catches, and then also had a long one that he dropped. Talk about Zay and then and then Odell. Well, I'll start with Odell. Odell, yeah, shocker when he dropped that one down the mm -hmm. left sideline. I'm like, oh, seventy uh, yarder is what I read. I couldn't believe it, it went right through his hands, like whoop, like you know what I mean. Like it, it was. It's almost absolutely physically impossible to drop it. It's like what? The, it's like he barely even looked like he touched it. Right. Like, it looked like. Like when the basketball goes through the hoop and doesn't look like the net moves. Um, so that was shocking. But aside from that, I thought he looked good. He had a couple touchdowns. Um, you know, he, he had some, he had to make adjustments on the ball, especially in the second touchdown where I, it was thrown behind him, made a fantastic adjustment on the ball, uh, made the catch. I thought he had a good day. Yeah, he had that drop, which uh, I think shocked him more than anyone else in the building. And everyone was stunned, but or in, in, on the field. But, uh, yeah, he 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 still had a good game in my a good day in my book. But Zay Flowers mm -hmm. apparently yesterday, you know, a little slow getting back out there after coming off an illness, which makes sense. I mean, you're always feeling a little weak when you're first coming off of a a two day illness that kept you out of practice. But he ramped it right back up to full speed today. And yeah, you're right. In one on ones, he went three for three. He beat mm -hmm. first. He beat Rocky Sin um, on a on a deep ball. Just. Uh, then he beat uh, Daryl Worley on an out route, just carved him up. And then he dropped uh, Mayfield Jr., who is uh, an undrafted rookie, uh, on another deep route. And then on team red zone drills, had a, actually it might not have been red zone. That might have been situational where they were just kind of taking the ball down the field. But he caught a touchdown over, uh, was that Kyle Hamilton in the on the left, deep, uh, left side of the end zone? Mm -hmm. uh, kind of fell down on his tuchus yeah, yeah, as yeah. he caught that yeah, one. I did see that one, yep. I mean, he's just everywhere. But not only that, Jimbo, this guy was getting – he got a bunch of uh, uh, jet sweeps. They were getting nice. the ball nice and quick out of, out of the backfield and just letting him see what he could do with the ball. And, man, I, I just think that – you saw Todd Munkin's face light up when he was asked mm -hmm. about this guy. Mm -hmm. He is going to be deployed every single place on this mm -hmm. – like, he was everywhere on the field. He's the Swiss Army. He's what Duvernay was, but – he can just do way more than Duvernay. You see me relishing in it, right? Just basking. Soak it in, dude. Soak it in. And I want to follow up on that though. Um, you said you, you know, you mentioned that he came up and signed Cam's uh, a football. It's a football, right? Yeah, man. How did he look? Like I had a picture of Hollywood, right? Like when he came out as a rookie and Hollywood rookie year and second year. I mean, he definitely bulked up, right? But yeah. Size-wise, in comparison to Hollywood, pretty similar. I mean, does he look? Well, let me tell you, he's no six-one. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't nowhere near six foot. Now, I mean, I got to see him really up close because, like you said, my son was fortunate enough to get a signature from. I was standing very close, leaning over the railing uh, to get to where my son was, and he um, he's much more like. Compact Stout. looking than Hollywood. Hollywood looked, more, especially his rookie year, much leaner yeah. uh, than what I see from him. Very similar in height between the two of them. But he's so just five eight. 
Yeah, yeah, 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, he's just stocky, you know? Yeah, he's yeah. just stocky. But the difference to me is just – it's the confidence and competitiveness. Like, he is yeah. so comfortable in his own skin, so confident in what he does well and not worrying about what this guy does and what that guy – I am me. I do what I do. You know, I'm a, what do they say? I'm a short king. You know, I'm a, I'm a little guy, but I but he plays with such competitiveness. It. And j- it's just different. Like, the way he – it's just uh, to me, it's the competitive nature. Like it yeah. just drives him, and yeah. to me, he's different than Hollywood. No, that's awesome. Like that, you can tell there's no "I've arrived," right? It's all. It's like, almost look like it's not even like I arrived, but it almost looks like he's like he finally got to where he should. He fits. He should yeah, be yeah. here. He's yeah. he's not here because he's lucky. He's earned it, and he belongs, bro. Right now, the last thing I want to ask is like because people will forever make these comparisons. I think at least on ta- on. You know, me watching this video, I haven't seen, seen him live yet. Zay seems to be a, a much better lateral player where Hollywood has top-end vertical yeah, speed, right? right? And it seems like Zay has the same top-end speed, but the left to right is just a whole nother level. The stop, yeah. the ability to stop fast is just incredible. The wiggle, but also, you know, running backs, most most uh, kind of tough nose players will do this. When they see two defenders, of course, the two defenders are going to come try and converge on you. And if, the, usually you try and split them to get that extra yard or something like that. When he does, he looks like a daggone running back going through some arm tackles. Like he's just because he gets so compact and he's yeah. he's not big, but he's all muscle. Yeah. That, and, and then you're right. The shake is just on a whole different level. I mean, he the reason they're calling him joystick is because. Yeah. He's what we hoped Hollywood would do. Make people miss in the open field, turn yeah. something small into something bigger. And he, he's already doing it. I mean, he he's gonna be a problem. And the fact that we didn't see we didn't see a lot of the the, the stuff with Hollywood where they where they, they can't wait to hand him a jet sweep. Yeah, we saw some, but not yeah. like this. And the reason mm-hmm. is is because it's just a different type of animal with the ball in his hands. Yeah, the last thing I want to say, you know, it'd be really, really funny if uh some from the front office or just some random person obtained Hollywood's phone number and just sent him like anonymously random clips. So he doesn't know who it is. Just <laughs> random clips of Zay at training camp. That's what it. Have been? What just have trolling been? him, dude. That's it. I hope he's or, like happy. Eric sitting at his desk. <laughs> I hope he's happy. Hey, shout, shout out to Don C. There you uh, go. Who's, who's donating for sunblock and H2. Although I'll Thank say you. this, Don C. Donations not necessary because the Ravens not only provide a water bottle and free refill stations, they also have sunblock stations, which are new this year. Uh, free sunblock. You walk up, it's like the thing that spits out uh, yeah, hand yeah. sanitizer. How Boom, many times sunblock. did you hit it, Glenn? Over well, under five. Well, I sunblocked in the car on the way in, so I was good, and it wasn't that hot today. And, you yeah, know, of course, true. they have covered seating, so yeah. – but look, um, I'll take I'll take the sunblock in H two O from Don. I appreciate. There it. There we go. Man. There we go. Absolutely. I appreciate. I've started running with no shirt on. It's a new development. And really, uh, I'm getting burnt. No shirt on. I mean, I'm sunscreen. What are you trying to show off? No, dude. It's just so you know. It's been filthy hot. Like anything I been. do to just stay cooler. Um. Yeah, it's been a whole different thing. But uh, yes, yeah, so I'll take. It. I we appreciate that, Don C. Thank you so much. No doubt. Uh, okay, I got some. You cool with this? I want to keep going. Let's do it. You got, okay. Cool. So the other thing I wanted to talk about here, let me pull up my trusty note. Oh, um, let's see, make sure. Right, okay, so Ajabo's good. What's the deal with Stone? Yeah, he had an ankle injury, but not not considered to be terribly serious. Um, right, right now, I'm predicting maybe a week for him, yeah. so nothing crazy. But uh, And they definitely need him because he's, he's a vet, he knows the defense, and he's going to be a valuable member of this team. Oh, you know what? Who I got to ask about? Sorry, I didn't mean to skip off Stone. Do you know Stone? You're important too. But you, we've chatted about him. Skipping and I know Stones here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, is is Metabike. How, how, how did he look with the pads on? That's what I want to know. He is an absolute freak, dude. I mean, he <laughs> is. Dude, he made a play where, I mean, he was in the backfield so freaking fast. It seemed like. Like the look of shock on the offensive lineman, like they were like taken aback at how quickly and explode. And you know who it was? It was Sala. Oh, that's what I was going to ask about next. How's Dude. he looking with the now? Pads? Sala's looking good. I'm I'm not taking away, but when he when Benabike lined up against him, he, oh damn! It was one of those oh damn moments for the rookie. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, Benabike looks like he's primed for that breakout year that I think a lot were predicting from him last season. Oh, terrible throw! Uh, sorry, I'm watching the O's game here, but. 
he, Metabike is going to absolutely have a monster season if he stays healthy. And I, I think Broderick's going to be a, a huge key. Just won't get yeah. the counting numbers that Metabike, yeah. I think, will get. Um, but yeah, he's, he, he looked really – the whole offense – I mean, the whole defensive front looks good, man. Who Michael do you think Pierce won today, in your opinion? Like, who had more splash plays? Which – what do you mean? Offensive like defense? Between the units, yeah. Uh, I guess I, if I had to say I would go defense just because it's so much harder to do yeah. uh, what they did on defense. They had a lot of pass breakups. Uh, Marlon had one. Rock had one. Um, dude, I tell you what. <clears throat> you talk about a guy who's – you know, I'm just going to jump right into it, Jimbo. Yeah, you, you've, been, you've been hyping up – you've been hyping up Stevens. Mm-hmm. You know, and Stevens made plays at the stadium practice. We both saw. It was, it was awesome to see. Yeah, he got um, scored on today, though. I think it was today or was it yesterday? Maybe it was yesterday. Well, anyway. I'll, I'll say this. I, I think I was shocked to hear some of the comments made today uh, by, I think it's Chris Hewitt. Is that, who's the DB coach? I think it's Chris Hewitt. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you know who's skyrocketing right now in the uh, the eyes of the coaches? Uh, if and you all tell that? me Armour Davis. Jalen Armour Davis, bruh. Let me it's- tell you how much he's skyrocketing. Oh boy! It's so they hard were asked to about that it. Miami Dolphins tape. I know, but listen, Chris Hewitt was asked about the corners. Yeah, and you know how this team is—they have a stiv. They're 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 kind of way of looking at it. you're a starter, you're established starter. You know, they have their their ways of looking at it. He said they got Marlon, mm-hmm. and he said, yeah, and right now, yeah, we got Rock, and he's getting the nod right now, but he's being pushed big time by Jalen Armour Davis. This is a new system for Rock. He hasn't played a lot of of all the multiple coverages that they like to throw out there. And he said, there's been a learning curve for rock who's very physical, by the way. I'm not, not saying like I'm giving up. I think rock is having a good camp too, but apparently there's been a learning curve for him learning this multiple defense Mm -hmm. and Jalen Armour Davis. Now that he had the surgery, he should have had when he came out as a rookie and is healthy is looking phenomenal out there, Jimbo Mm -hmm. and living up to the, kind of the height that everyone had when they look at his height, weight, speed, and all the measurables. Man, if this guy can turn out to be something, Jimbo, this will be big-time news. He's 6'1", he's run, he's long. It would be the dark horse that no one has expected. You know I mean? It it would be unfair for us to say something we've expected or anyone else, for that matter. Wow. So you thought, but your eyes told you the same thing? Like, do you agree with that statement? Dude, he's just such a fluid, smooth-looking player when he's healthy. Can he keep up? Is he fast enough? That's well, I think he done. is. I think he is because you got to remember, we got some pretty good safeties, yeah. right? And he can turn and run when he's healthy. But here's the quote right here. He said, right now we got Marlon. He solidified himself as one of the corners. And then we got Rock, who right now, he's got the knob, but Jalen Armour Davis is pushing him right now. I look for big things for him coming up. It's going to be a competition throughout training camp. He brought that name up. You know, mm-hmm. nobody else did. He didn't have to bring that up. Uh-huh. Uh, so, and of course he raved about Marlon Humphrey and how he's like the complete package of everything you would want from a corner all in one person. Uh, but man, I was hyped to hear that about Jalen. Cause if Jalen can live up to what, you know, he's supposed to be Pepe was working on the side. Um, not really with the teams, just doing drills by himself and another coach, but he's, he's itching to get back out there. But man, Jalen could be, he's working inside and outside Jimbo. Mm. Hey, I'm glad to hear it, man, I, because we need – we've talked about this. That's our that's, – that's one of our concerns remaining on this defense, like what's after Marlin. And, and the more guys we can get in the mix, the better mm-hmm. the outcome will be. So ultimately, whoever it is, if he's a Raven, I want him playing well. It does make me nervous, though, just because it's really difficult for me to remember that, you know, to, to not remember that and remember him for those plays and just him getting it's yanked. Plays, remember that? Right? He just yanked. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, so Kyle uh, Hamilton got yanked too, though, and look how yeah, he turned out. That's true. That's true. Let's see what uh, D Ravens says. Thanks Man. for the hard work, fellas. Cannot wait for Week One. The stadium will be rocking. Hoping I get to see OBJ and Flowers first touchdowns of the season. Yeah, man, that nice. stadium's gonna be loaded. And I'll tell you what, uh, if you're going to that game, I mean, prepare for a bloodbath, is my opinion, because it's the Texans and they have a rookie quarterback. I don't care who it is; it's a rookie quarterback. Yeah, and this defense fun. is gonna be, who, you know, Dude, they're fierce. And and to D Ravens' uh, point, I think that stadium is gonna be absolutely going bonkers. Look how many people show up to that open stadium practice, Jimbo. Mm-hmm. Like this town is. It felt like a game day when you're trying to park. Yep. 
It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Because you don't do tail. I mean, who's tailgating in an open stadium? Yeah. Like, you know, it's 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 a different level of excitement going yeah. around this season. And, and look, I wouldn't be shocked at all to see OBJ and Zay Flowers yeah. both find the end. I had to park a half mile away to get free parking. A half mile. I risked my life for free parking. That's right. Yeah, let me ask you a question, though. So we usually go to a couple of games a year. What do you think about going to an away game this year? Going to Heinz Field? Oh, dude, that would be dope. I would love to go to Heinz Field. Yeah, man. Would We're you wear-, wear Ravens gear? I'm wearing it, Jimbo. Would you Would you indulge in some beverages? I'm Jimbo. Are you ready for Heinz Field, bro? Are ready for Am me? Am I expected to protect drunk? you if anything happens? Look, no protection, but. You know, if, not I'm, not the, you, but if like, I'm not in the wrong, you got to at least have my back. You know okay. what I'm saying? Because right. so if you I are get rowdy wrong, when I'm, I'm drinking. It's good. It's fair game. Yeah, if I bring it on myself, which is is, is entirely possible as well, if I had a couple of fire waters in me. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I would love to go to a, a Heinz Field game. Love it. Yeah, Actually, best- it's not Heinz anymore. It's some weird name now. It's Heinz Field to me. Okay. But but yeah, I, yeah. I know. The other thing, I just want to say that if if any of you have the privilege of going to a football game with Glenn, it's it's hilarious. It's worth its weight in gold. This is how he gets the. Uh, this is how he gets the uh, the opposing fans straight up confusion. Just confused. They're a little buzzed, and he says something that's out of left field, and they're just. <laughs> yeah. What you don't want to give an example, Jimbo? I can give an example if you want me to. All right, I'll give an example. You guys ready for this one? Yeah, I don't remember what I said. But oh, yeah, dude, this it. is great. All right, so we were at the Bengals game. Shout out to um two of the to a, a listener on our show who actually hooked us up with the tickets. I think we yeah. were twelve rows back, like forty yard line. It was awesome seats. We looked at those seats; they were like seven fifty a pop, and he just gave them to us. So shout out, man! Appreciate that. That would be a game I don't think Glenn and I will ever forget. Nope. And the Ravens are dominating. It's a but it's a close game. But ultimately, we get the ball back. If you remember late. And we're driving down the field. All we need is a field goal. And you were already talking. It's all. Oh, it's yeah. already over. It's already over. And the guys in front of us, there's four Bengals fans in front of us. They're getting kind of drunk and they're being a little bit belligerent. One of them in particular. And I lost respect for him because originally he was a Redskins fan. And then he turned into a Bengals fan because they sucked. And I'm like, dude, you ride or die with your team no matter what. That's mm-hmm, just what you mm-hmm. do. Commanders. Yeah. So he already lost some of my some of my respect. Right. Commanders. So anyway, he's talking tra- He's trying to convince Glenn that their kicker, what's the kid's name, McPherson? Yeah, exactly. Is yeah. better than Justin Tucker and that Justin Tucker's about to choke. Yep. And then he's talking about Joe Burrow, and we're getting into these, Glenn really, is getting into these debates and everything. And Glenn, all, stone's face, I'm going to try and do this convincingly like Glenn did because it was hilarious. The guy's buzzed, right? He's turning around, he's looking at Glenn like this, and he goes, all right, we're going to debate on who's the better quarterback. This is a real question. Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, who's the better kisser? And he just stared at him, stone-faced, like, serious. And the guy's like. They didn't know what to say. Uh, Take the wind right out of someone's sails, right, you just, ask him that. You know yeah, what I mean? and he just, I'm pretty sure he just turned around. Like, he didn't even know what to say anymore. It was, and I died laughing. I mean, I told I mean, him in the first quarter. I said, look, you guys start this. It's going to be a whole game thing. Drink Good luck. It, Good luck to you. you so, know. yes, it would be great to see you at, he- at Heinz Field. That would be a blast. Don C says, Glenn, don't forget that Jimmy's a lot faster than you. So, <laughs> if we have to run, I'm in trouble. I won't leave you. I Thank won't you. leave you. Thank you. Thank you. No. Well, we might have to bring a person or two. Yeah, yeah. Bring some backup, no doubt. Yeah, I won't leave you. Uh, but, yeah, it was hilarious, dude. I was dying. The other thing, just really quickly, <laughs> you have to understand about Glenn is that he it absolutely says things 100% for a reaction out of people. That's right. Like, so anything to get a reaction, being nothing funny, was off being limits. Being silly. Yeah, being silly. Like, it was so funny, dude. I lost it. It was um, too much macho-ness talking about right there. You know, I had to bring it down a little bit. <laughs> you know? And then guess what happened? The best part of all was exactly what you said was going to happen is exactly what happened. Yep. yep. And then we won the game. Justin and we Tucker. Up. Yeah, exactly. So that was great. That He's was the inevitable. game where he could have he, – he literally split the field goal post, remember? Yep. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Oh, it couldn't have been, but it could not have been a better kick. Yeah. Yeah, it was insane. Anyway, all right. So um, I, I want to get to a couple more notes here, uh, and I want you to get to yours as well. Uh, so I want to talk about the quarterback, though. I, I, I didn't see a ton of reports, so this is really a lack thereof. Give me some insider information on how the quarterback's the only one yeah. I'm really worried about, Lamar Jackson at this point. How'd he look? Yeah, I thought he looked good. I thought he was throwing the ball well. I didn't really see. Many, you know, I didn't see any of his his throws really hit the ground. I thought uh, there were some times where, of course, defense won. You know, a couple times he was forced to throw the ball away. 
uh, scramble out. I think there was a play where he thought he he got out of it and they called him down. I think I I think it's hard to know because it's Lamar, but I think he would have mm. been sacked. Uh, I think it was Kyle Hamilton on that play. Of course, he said he got out of it, but uh, <laughs> no, I thought he played well. Looked like he had a command of the offense, um, getting the ball out of his hands quick. I like to see, you know, it's the little things like. I know this might sound silly, but we hadn't seen Lamar throw the ball a ton to the backs. So, like, right. that's still a skill set. Like, I get that the, the deeper pass has a lower percentage, so it's tougher to make those than a shorter one. But you still got to see that he can make it. If anyone who's been a fan here a long time, you know, knows that Kyle Bowler was infamous, that he could he could throw the ball 40 yards, but he couldn't throw it four to the flat. Uh, so, it, it was nice to see he's got the touch on those balls, seemingly, you know, putting them right where the, the, the running back wanted so he could get out and go. Obviously, the chemistry between him and Mark Andrews is still, I mean, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. If he's scrambling, looking around, it's literally when he, you can see once his head starts moving like this and he starts, you know, go, go Mark Andrews. Where is Mark? Get him the ball. So some things will just never change. Um, but yeah, man, a nice back shoulder throw to, uh, to Odell Beckham um, in the red zone, which was a touchdown. Uh, so yeah, I think he, he played really well. Now, the other quarterbacks. Mm hmm. Nah, really? I'm not a Josh Johnson guy. I can't do it. I know he, he did end up leading them to a touchdown in the final, like the final uh, uh, drive for him. But he's just, it's just to me, he's just like, doesn't, he's just too safe with every throw. Yeah. It's just tough to watch. But I Especially think the quarterbacks practice, played well. Right. Yeah. Like it's practice, dude. Push the damn ball down the field. Yeah. Knucklehead. Mm-hmm. I, I just hate practice players that don't. Like you should look, you should either look really good in practice or look not so good in the sense that you should be testing boundaries in practice, seeing what you can get away with, what you can't against a great defense. And I just, I hate quarterbacks that just continuously take the easy way out and don't push the defense. You're not, you're not making the offense better. It's like, I don't know. So yeah, I I think the quarterbacks are all okay, except for Lamar and he's better than okay. Much better. (laughs) I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure he's better than okay. That's for sure. Talk to me about the tight end room. I didn't see any um, <clears throat> any specific reports about the guys. Obviously, I expect that Mark played well, but yeah. what about Likely and Kohler? What do you what do you have to talk about there? Well, I did I see a surprising drop again by Mark, uh, but I guess mm. it's not that surprising. Like throughout his career, he's had some drops. You know, like not drop. many, but like yeah, yeah, like what what the hell? You know, it's something abnormal. Isaiah, it's almost, it's almost a, he's a victim of his own success, though, right? Right. He comes up with something you're like, and, and it's, it's so not consistent. Enough, it's, it's not enough to where it's like he has a problem with drops, but it's just enough where you're like, yeah, he'll drop one occasion to make you scratch your head. Mm-hmm. Isaiah likely continues to make plays. I mean, he's just, he, it's just amazing how big he is and how he can move. He's going to be a problem. I saw him making up a couple nice catches. Charlie Kohler, I saw him make one catch today, and it was near the end. And, and, and I kept going, where is so Charlie Kohler? Like, I mean, it counted, but it wasn't even like uh it wasn't even in rhythm. It was like uh the play was breaking down, he came back for the ball, somebody hit him, he fell down as he caught it. It wasn't yeah. like, wow, at least not that I saw. Now I could have missed right. something. You might, might So who seems something. more right right now on their hot takes? I mean, it, dude, it's so not even close, bro. Like there is a uh, um just a vast gap between is it like moses when you know dude, you're part of the, the red sea so just... bad dude it is so bad how much better your guy's doing in my opinion and also i feel kind of bad for charlie kohler man because he, he came over and shout to charlie he also signed my son's football uh which was really cool but when he took that helmet off man he's far too young to have What's going on upstairs happening, oh, dude? No. I feel bad for him, man. You know, it's oh, like let's no. see, his early twenties, and it was looking quite thin up top. You know, dude, I just let it go. Him. Like pull a mark, right? Like yeah, but Mark has that. He just buzzes yeah. it. He don't have yeah, yeah. like the receding. But I just uh, felt bad for him. It's like, man, thank goodness, man, because I, I have it in my family. But thank goodness, uh, I don't know if I could have done it, dude. It bummed yeah. me out. But yeah, well, look, he's got the him. money to get the repairs. That's true. We know that money can fix <laughs> It can. It certainly can and has. Uh, so, look, he's got the money for it. That's so, right. But, you know, actually, they make you wait till a certain age now. Ah, so he'll have to wait till like, 35 or something? Until it gets just real bad. I think it's, like, I think it's, like, 29. LeBron's waiting for the moments. 
I wonder why LeBron doesn't do it. Like, he just keeps the front long. But, like, dude, just get the hair transplant. I know. But you have to have enough hair back here, too. So, I think his balding goes too far back. Is that what? Because they pull it from up here, from back here, and they put it up here. Really? Oh. Yeah. Anyway, I know too much about you know, this. I was going to say, it's amazing how much you know about this. I'm but like, this baby is all me. <laughs> he wants to point that out. Yeah, not me. Not me, my friend. Not you. Not Luckily you. in that department, I am blessed. <laughs> Uh, anyway, whew, this thing is okay. So what other notes you got for me? That's really what I've heard for the most part today. Yeah. Um, anything that I missed, anything that really stood out to you that you're excited about and want to talk about? Uh, yeah, let's see. So also a couple other corners cause it's tough to play corner. So I got to give a couple shout outs. Yeah. Uh, Kevon Seymour had a nice pe- uh, pass breakup against Tylen Wallace. Uh, Caillou Blue Kelly, uh, had a nice PBU against Shamar Bridges. Uh, which is, you know, that's a big guy who, who won some 50-50 balls in preseason last week or last year. So that's no, you know, small feat to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. I, I'll give a shout to Delshawn Phillips. I didn't – I'm not that familiar with Delshawn Phillips, but he mm-hmm. did have a pick six today and two pass breakups. Hey. So while I think it's a long shot, you know, for him with Christian Welch being the, the consistent, you know, special teamer that he's been – Excuse me, been on the team for a while. I don't see him going anywhere. John Ross, Josh Ross, I know I'm excited. I haven't seen Josh Ross make any plays yet this year like he right. was last season. Right. So let's hope that he can continue to, uh, you know, impress the coaches and bounce back. But, yeah, man, I, I think uh, overall it was a, it was an awesome, awesome day. Again, put on by the Ravens at camp. I think the kids had an absolute blast. They did a, you know, they did a, they did a great job of, of focusing what's on the field. I, I, I like the stadium practice, but to me, there's nothing like being at the facility yeah. where they focus what's on the field. And also, quick side note, Justin Tucker, it's amazing. This guy's the GOAT kicker, right? But he's always – they're over on that third field, him and Stout. They pretty much keep to themselves. They do their own work. They're kind of separate unit from the team itself. Yeah. This guy is over there raging mad because he's not kicking the ball the way he wants to, Jimbo. Like, audibly – just like so pissed off. This is the goat on day two of padded practice. Absolutely loot, like furious at himself. And my son's yelling, it's okay, Justin. You're really good. Like, and I'm like, this guy is that competitive. Imagine he snaps back. Okay, doesn't cut it. I want to be awesome. Like, it, it's so hilarious that this guy. Uh, uh, has that type of fire all, in hey, it makes him great. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. That's guy. There, that guy. There is, is one thing I do want to ask you that that I do remember that came to mind. I this just happened on Twitter about an hour ago. Apparently on uh, NFL Network, David Carr said the biggest problem for the Baltimore Ravens is their offensive coordinator, and he expects them to be two and three after Week Five. Really? So my question to you is, what did you see in observing Munkin today? And outside of like, obviously that's really cool that he like picked up the kid and he seems engaged, yeah. but like, what was his engagement level with the players and, and, you know, orchestrating the offense? Like, yeah, I mean, it's just so, so much energy. I mean, nice. even the fans too, like he comes out the same, the same tunnel that the, the, the players come out and he's just like a, such a personable guy, the way he talks to the kids, but is the way he gets the, the, I mean, down to the exact yard line that he wants that route ran. Mm-hmm. And 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 he empowers his coaches to be the same way as he is. And and I, I got to imagine this was a big adjustment for those coaches that are still on staff because it's such a difference. Like, it, he doesn't want you to run it close to where he wants. He wants it exactly. And I love the attention to detail because we know in this league, Jimbo, the, the margins are razor thin between what makes you a winning football team and a losing team. You have to be down to the details if you want to especially build a championship contender. So I, I, I think that uh, Carr, I don't know where he got this from. Like, what, what would he be seeing? I'm, I'm trying to understand what, I don't even get it. Like, where did he get this information? Why is he saying that? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. I, I just saw the tweet and was like, mm, this is about crazy enough to talk about. Um, last time two, last time we saw Todd Bunkin, he won back-to-back national championships at Georgia. So what... Right. I don't, I don't really understand. But and um, if anybody knows anything, he didn't. Just like we talked about, he didn't have the reins in Cleveland, right? Or in Tampa. Yeah, it wasn't his offense, right? Um, yeah. So anyway, I wanted to kind of ask you that. Any other uh, notes you got? 
I, I, I'm touching a little earlier. I think Nelson Aguilar is going to be a lot better oh, right. than a lot of people are thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He this has two guy, touchdowns today, right? He's got two touchdowns. He made a nice catch over Marlon after kind of losing his balance a little bit, regaining it, still making the catch. I love his personality. Add to this uh, to this uh, locker room. I think he brings a lot of energy, a lot of lot of levity to the room. Like you can see, he's cutting it up with the players. Yeah. He speaks so well. Like I love listening to the guy do interviews. He's he's very well thought. Um, I think he's his explosiveness, his veteran, like his uh, experience. He's gonna have a big year. He looks he looks different out there than a lot of the other guys. Him, Zay, OBJ. It's like, I think there's a, and then Duvernay. I thought Duvernay looked fast. He looked really good today. Uh, so, yeah, don't sleep on what Nelson Aguilar can bring to this team, especially mm-hmm. with Bateman out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think more importantly, you know, in the everyone kind of hated the signing, I think, and kind of bashed it. But then once they started to add Zay Flowers, they had OBJ, we'll hope that Bateman's healthy. Then you start to look at the Aguilar rounding out that room, and you're like, oh. Dude. Yeah. Duvernay's your five? Dude, right. Duvernay does not look like a five out there today, boy. Yeah, he have you, have you seen better. some significant improvement from him? I mean, he's always been good, but yeah, yeah. I, he's just—he's got such solid hands. He had a touchdown today. I, I, I like Devin Duvernay. I just wonder if everyone's healthy, what like how they yeah. get him on the field and what his role yeah. is. But he's still a hell of a good football player. And that's a good problem to have. You know, it's I, I feel like there's a, a team. I feel like a team like the Bears or the Panthers or or I'm trying to think of some other examples, but a team like that that's got a, a young quarterback they're looking to build around. Maybe next year, yeah, he's just a guy we can't afford to pay for to pay for. You know, what yeah. I mean, you lose due to cap casualty and 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 things like that. That'd be a bummer. But ultimately, I'm excited to see him out there, and I really hope he gets some shots because we've said this before. We love when the football is in Devin Duvernay's hands. Absolutely, and I because, think as a return man. You get less and less opportunities every right. year, it seems like. Yeah, so get him the get him the ball and and see what he can do with it. Um, awesome, man! That's exciting. Uh, I'm I'm hoping to be out there on the eighth, uh, yeah. a week from today. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be out there, and then obviously we're going to be out there for the combined practice with the the good old Commanders. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm glad you guys had a good time today. Shout out to the Ravens for putting it on. Uh, yeah. Any other notes? Any other thoughts? Any other good jokes you got? Well, I will say this: they're that that grass they have. It almost looks like it would feel nice to be tackled on it. It looks like a like a big just mattress of grass. It it, it it's amazing the facility there. They do such an awesome job. Uh, so shout to them and their whole staff. Oh, that's awesome! Hey, top top notch organization, nothing like it. Um, looking forward to this season. So that's all it for us tonight, folks. But make sure you turn your notifications and you sub if you haven't. We appreciate all the support. On Thursday, we got a big announcement, um, so we're looking forward to that. And But that's all for us tonight, and we'll talk to you guys soon. See you.